What is up, you guys? Welcome back to The Locker Room. I am your host and your favorite Kansas City girl, Kennedy Bright. And as always, what is in the locker room stays in the locker room. Get your playbooks ready, guys. What's good, rookies? Welcome back. I'm super excited to be here because today, today I'm feeling really good, okay? So yesterday on my podcast Instagram, I got an at, and it was like you're mentioning someone's story. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, what is it? thought I was just about, you know, an episode I posted. I pressed it, and you guys, it was literally a girl who got her merch. And I'm like... I can't explain like how it feels because it's honestly insane that people are actually like buying the merch. Like I see that people listen, you know, but like just because people like listen for a little bit doesn't mean they're actually like actively engaged in like the podcast or on any of my platforms. So for someone to actually spend their own money and buy my merch is actually insane. So, oh my God, that is like really made my day. I was talking to my sister about it. Um, today and she was like oh yeah I bet you were like oh my god someone's actually listening to me I'm not actually talking to just myself and that's how I feel sometimes like I feel like I make these episodes I'm like oh am I just talking to myself which is fine you know it's therapeutic but you know it's not for to get praised by others but it's just I don't know it it hits different when people buy something like a merch from you it's not like a brand you know, I don't know I can't explain it. you guys if you want to get the merch be sure to check all of it out at caseylockerroomtalk.com it's always linked in the description of the podcast and it's also on the casey locker room talk instagram and on my all my platforms too so you definitely need to get some be sure to tag me i love seeing you guys in the merch like i like when this every time i log in to like my dashboard and it shows me like a new order has been you know made and it's like it's very powerful this week's episode we are talking about the power of privacy yes like doesn't that sound just so like luxury i don't know why like I pictured in like some like really pretty like font, like at a fancy hotel, like the power of privacy. Okay. This goes for people in relationships just in general, not athlete like related, but at the same time, I feel like it definitely applies to if you talk to athletes a little bit more or a lot more actually, just because it's not just your privacy that you are trying to protect or like not put out there, but it's also someone else's. So I think that that is important because it does affect more than just you when you are dealing with them. People have their own reasons, you know, for why they choose to have, like, keep certain things private, keep certain things a secret. But of course, as always, I'm going to give you my reasons and then I'm going to give you my supporting facts. Like I'm in school again. I personally, I really do like my privacy. I value my privacy. I'm not a huge person of like a gloater or like, I don't flex. Like I don't, like, I've never been that way. Even before I started having, like, a presence on social media, I've never been the person, like, oh, my God, look who DM'd me. Look who snapped me. Look who liked my picture. Like, that's never been, like, I've never been that kind of person because I just think that's kind of weird. But on top of that, like, don't get me wrong. My friends, like, the close friends, my friends, they know things. I'm not saying I don't tell people that are close to me. But I will say, well, even when your friends don't know, like, it kind of hits a little bit different. But my friends do know, like, I can't really hold water. Like, my sister's going to know. My mom's going to know. Like, we're going to chat about it. But when it comes to, like, overall, like, just when people just post on, like, their public platforms about, like, someone so said in my DMs, oh, my God, look who, like, snapped me. Oh, my God, he's such a whore. Like, that's just not me. And I honestly think that that's, like, that's weird. I've always kind of been this way, to be honest, um, just about my privacy. But especially since that whole dog sitter situation, I'm that way even more like I'm seriously that way and it's just made it it made me really understand more of the importance of it because listen never want to go back to a situation like that again having privacy in college and it's this like what I'm about to say like it applies to just all areas of college life just because people can be nosy 
but I'm going to explain why I say athletes in particular. It's not that they're better or they're like these famous people, but like you'll see the dynamic in a second. Probably no shocker that all the guys I talked to in college were athletes, like clearly, <laughs> obviously. But um, talking to athletes and wanting privacy is actually kind of hard. Like no matter how badly you want it, it's actually kind of hard to do it because people have to realize guys talk and some guys pillow talk. Okay, I'm going to go in a direction that I was not actually about to head. Guys will pillow talk, right? Not only will they pillow talk, they talk to like other girls, right? So let's say you're talking to John. He's on the basketball team, right? His roommate is Chris. And Chris is the one who's going to be pillow talking to like whoever he's hooking up with, his main piece, his side piece, whatever. And then the word gets around like a lot of times that way. Sometimes the guys won't like tell, of course, like their other hoes, like, oh, I'm also messing with Kennedy. But like they will talk to like their boys or their roommates or whatever. And like, so I'm just saying it's hard in college because you could genuinely like not tell anybody. I'm gonna give some examples and people can still find out like your business. Living situations are critical when it comes to athletes because a lot of times they all live in the same place. They live together or they're required to. So like when you're like a freshman and stuff and like sophomore, there sometimes will be like athlete dorms at some colleges or like all the athletes are in one dorm. Then even when you get older, you might have assigned apartments that are athletes apartments. And sometimes it's ones where like they just all group at one apartment. Like, no, when I was at MSU, um, I transferred my sophomore year like transfer there my sophomore year and there's a place called bear village it literally is titled where the bears live and of course at first it's like oh yeah that's just where you know the bears like where the bears like that's where no 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 the bears live like literally the football and basketball team lived there i cannot remember but that year i think it was like a rule that everyone on the basketball team had to live there and all football players had to live there so do you see what i'm saying and it's still like regular students can live there too but i'm telling you they're all living in the same place Whereas it's not like separated all across just different apartments. So that place right there, you're automatically like really limited to your privacy because they're all living, you know, in the same areas. And I was, I can't believe this. I forgot. There's this whole hookup like merch that I wanted to make. And I, I'm not going to say too much on it because I want people biting it, but I will kind of go into it like a little bit. It reminded me, I'm so glad we talked about this today because now I remember that about the episode and about the merch. So basically I have like this whole like, beating with a boy etiquette when you're in college. And that's like one difference I will say. You don't have to do the same stuff when you mess with professional athletes. And ever since I started messing with them, it was just a breath of fresh air because I don't have to do all this anymore. When I would go to Bear Village where the athletes live, I would always wear like straight school attire. Missouri State stuff, whatever. I'd have the hood on, glasses, hat. Like I wanted no one to identify me because sometimes people you can just, they can just see you and people can just make rumors. Like you could just be hanging with someone and people are making assumptions about you messing with people and you generally can become a label without ever doing anything. Do you see what I'm saying? So I always am decked out. My biggest thing is if you're going somewhere on campus, off campus, somewhere where a lot of people are going to be congregating, make sure that you're in like school attire. Don't wear anything that's special to you. You don't ever want to be photographed. No one, you don't ever want anyone to ever say spotted we're not doing that. Like that's not happening. Where I lived, Aspen Heights. Hey y'all. Okay. So where I stayed in college, um, in MSU was the sorority. So like basically like the white sorority and fraternities, if they didn't live in their sorority house or like frat house, they lived in my complex. So like, it was kind of like the suburbs. Like it was those kind of girls, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was really nice. And since that's not my audience, that's not my crew. 
then it was safe to have like people come over to like my apartment because it was like everyday students and stuff. Going to Bear Village, it's where like all the athletes are, either female athletes as well or girls who mess with athletes. You know what I'm saying? So like it can get messy. So that's the same like vice versa. Let's say you're a girl who's in the sorority life. If you know that at Aspen, for instance, everyone lives there is male, you know, frat life, female sorority, clearly, you know, circles are like super tight, just like the athlete circle. You're going to have to take those same steps that I'm going to take to Bear Village, what I'm going to wear, the same to Aspen. Do you see what I'm saying? Because people, once again, can still assume. So it's this doesn't have to necessarily, like I said, do with just athletes. It has to do with just your circle in general and protecting your privacy. But of course, that's my example because, you know, like that's who I talk to, the make of the podcast. Now let's get into my experience. Okay. So there was this guy, I'm not, I almost called him by his real name. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter. His name's Caleb. Caleb actually was on the football team. And he was a stoner. Like, he smoked all of the time. Every time I face him, every time we talked, he was always smoking. Did he like, like me? Sure. But he kind of already was doing some things with some girls on my team. So it didn't matter. I was talking to the, I was with the point guard. <laughs> like, should I have said that? I don't know. Fuck him. So I was dating the point guard. Screw his ass. Anyways. So, I mean, I really wasn't tripping anyways. So me and him, me and Caleb are just friends. So Caleb would always have this thing. Like we said, we always just talk on the phone. Like we was real cool. We was chill. He would be so high. He'd be like, bro, if you drive me to McDonald's, like I'm gonna buy you some food because he'd be too high to drive. And of course I didn't want to risk like getting called by the police if he was driving some type of way. So I'm like, bet. So that's always like our routine. And I always would get nervous when I would go to Bear Village because I'm like, shoot, like hurry up and come out. Like be downstairs at the door when I say I'm pulling through. I drove a white Chevy Impala, okay? Chevy Impalas are very and white, super. And I had the model where it was the same model, I think, since like 2005 till 2012. Like, they kept the same one. So, like, it's hell of those cars, right? But Kennedy, you know, me wanting to be me, I have a pink monogram sticker on my gas, like, my gas tank. So, it's got the KBA on it, the pink I got the school logo on the back and then I got my high school on the bottom on the bumper sticker too. St. Teresa's Academy, stand up, go stars. I have that on there too. So my car is like super identifiable. Like you're able to tell what car that I have. I'm like, shoot, shoot, shoot. And my windows weren't tinted in that car. <laughs> so I'm waiting and I always like, I'm looking around, looking around. Like I think the coast is clear. I will look up to like the dude's room to make sure like see if he was like home or whatever. One time I do remember I saw his teammates and I was like, that was the one time I think Caleb took too long. Later, like it was out like, oh yeah, you cheating on me. Like you messing with these, you, you sleeping with football players. There was a huge football and basketball beef at my school because like football players were like, they're really sweet, loyal guys. They actually dated girls and girls would cheat on the football players with basketball players. So it was like a crazy beef. Like they didn't get along. Of course, me being with the basketball player and then hanging with the football player did not look too good. I don't really give a fuck. Like we were just friends. Like me and him genuinely were friends. So whatever. And the thing is, when I tell you my ex was toxic, like that's the thing that pisses me off. People, like my friend, my family is always like, oh, Wizard Kelly, like he's so toxic. No, 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 no. Like we, me and Wizard Kelly, we're toxic, but it's like, it's healthy. <laughs> it's possible to be healthy, toxic. No, like my ex was so like, he was abused. We're just not going to talk. We're not going to talk about him, but just know. Y'all already know how he is. If you know my story about what happened when I was there, then you clearly, you know how bad he, he is. So it of course caused a whole uproar. It was a whole problem. And that was just like, simply like the point, like rumors got spread. People thought I was like sleeping, messing with Caleb. And like, I, I genuinely wasn't, that was just my friend. But the simple fact that like I was picking him up and we were going places at night, like that's how it looked. Okay, whatever. And so my point is, no matter how bad you 
like say you don't care, like privacy is important just because you just don't want false things getting out about you. And that's kind of what I realized at that point. Like I didn't tell people and same with like when I got there, people knew like, oh, like they, they're like, oh, you mess with, I almost said his nickname, which not anyone's gonna know, the point guard. They were like, oh yeah, cause you day so-and-so. I'm like, girls on my team. I'm like, how do you know that? Like, I don't tell anybody that. I don't talk about it, but they all talk. Like they're like messy. Like, oh yeah, you, you blanks girl. And I'm like, who said that? Cause I didn't tell nobody that. So at that point I knew just for the sake, like I already knew, I'll say this. I already knew that the word's gonna get out regardless, like I said, because guys talk to their teammates and then their teammates pillow talk to other girls. Okay, so I knew that. But the importance of it I didn't get was really until, like I said, rumors and things get spread just because they see you socializing with someone, talking with someone. Me and Caleb, we would be in the athletic center together. We would like be in the um, what's it called? Where like all the food is the, not the common, the union. Union Hall, Union Hill, you know what I'm trying to say. Student Union. <laughs> we would be in the Student Union together, like in public, like sh- kicking it. But the simple thing is when you don't have your privacy, things get started and things can get spread. After that, you know, I transferred, as you guys know, because of all the stuff that went down at my at that school. When I tell you I didn't care just about like my privacy, um, it wasn't that. It was like I wanted to literally be invisible. After you go through the stuff that I went through at that school, and then everyone knowing a lot of times false stuff about you, just having these mixed things, people always staring at you, you get very uncomfortable and it really messes with your mental health. So like I just wanted to be invisible and I just went into like this mode where like I I told no one anything about me at all. Like no one. When I transferred, I didn't tell anybody what school I used to go to. I didn't want anybody to know my social media, my name. Um, I'm still like that, like about jobs and stuff. Like, I just don't want people knowing who I am because I feel like there was so much controversy that came up with me. So that's what I mean. Like by my privacy, I seriously value a lot. Now, the thing is I came out about my story. My story's even on my podcast now. So it's like, I'm not ashamed of it. I was never ashamed before, but like, I just didn't know what other people knew and my side wasn't out of it. So at the end of 2018, like Kennedy wanted to be erased from the face of the earth. And that was when I really like my privacy was everything. So when I deal with a situation like dog sitter, like, I'm sorry, if you were a bitch, (laughs) if you were a girl who has a mindset, like how dog sitter is, you seriously need to be stopped because I don't think y'all understand what you do to people mentally when you troll and stalk them over, first of all, in general, over bullshit and over a guy, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, I think people think it's a joke, but when people want their privacy, sometimes it has to do a lot more with just like, it's none of your business, more so than just like with the pressure of how people are towards you and like how they treat you. Because we're about to get into the importance of it once I realize and why it bothers me so much. It's one thing to just be like, I don't want anyone knowing who I talk to or something, but like when you feel like you can't say or do anything without people obsessing over it and trying to connect dots, it's like a problem, okay? But like I said, I'm going to get into it, so let me not get here yet. Let me not get there yet. I'm already itching to talk about it because I'm very annoyed already. When I transferred schools after the assaults and everything and stuff, like when I was talking about like I'm now at the place in my life where I want to be invisible, and I started talking to this other guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. And the funny thing about talking to him was, I mean, I really did like him, but people like one of the girls was my friend's on, friend on my team and she was like oh yeah we were watching them at practice and she was like oh yeah because you talked to so-and-so and I'm like how did you know that 
she was my friend so I really didn't care but she was like girl I know everything like people like talk and that's what I'm like bro what are you talking about like so I was like kind of upset just because like I said I wanted my whole life to be I wanted people to know as little as possible because at this point like I said only things that are out there about me or just what other people have got a chance to say it's not my side of things so I was really upset because I thought like I was a secret kind of like with this guy and then like I was like I said this when I was in college he played at my school too so he was a basketball player clearly I didn't learn my lesson I mean nothing bad happened like what happened at MSU but <laughs> anyway she get the jokes sadly funny not funny I then transitioned into professional athletes okay and I want to say the difference in talking to professional athletes hits so different oh my god it definitely does well at the beginning it did for me now it's not but it did at the beginning the one thing that like was special for me was this one guy that I was talking to we were just friends actually we weren't like really like talking the weirdest thing that happened I went to his house uh we would go do stuff and when I tell you like I felt so bliss like I was calm everything was good and at first I couldn't figure out like what it is right I'm still in college of course so I'm like what is going on what I didn't realize was the difference in like mindset, anxiety, and preparation was taken away. And you're probably like, Kennedy, why was that? Because when you talk to like a professional athlete, they live by themselves or whatever. They have their own place. Even if they live like an apartment complex or a house or whatever, nine times out of 10, they're not living there with other teammates or, you know, or other guys. And then you also have to factor in when you're dealing with professional athletes, you're dealing with a guy who is could live anywhere in a city, right? Like no matter where, like if you're in Dallas, it's a huge city that he can live in. Kansas City is like not huge, but you know, well, it's a mid-major city. So there's a lot of place you can live in Kansas City. Yes, that's true. If it's St. Louis, if it's wherever, when you, when you look at an NFL team, they're never in like a small town, right? So he can live anywhere. When you think about a college campus, college life, it's smaller. They kind of might only be able to live at a certain place because even at UMKC, the basketball players all lived right down the street, lived in the same place, lived in the same apartment building, all were roommates with each other. You see what I'm saying? So when you're looking at things that way, the difference between the two was you go to a professional athlete's house and you're literally just wherever, you know, you guys can walk down the street and it doesn't matter. Like no one's going to recognize you. And that was like the thing that I really enjoyed when I had became friends with this one guy. And the thing was that guy was the only like friend or person I was like socializing with. Why? Because it was just, there was no, like our lives didn't collide. And that's also like why I like talking to athletes and why it's so easy because you genuinely can have a friendship, relationship, whatever. And no one is able to like tamper with it, put things on it, rumors or whatever. Do you see what I'm saying? Because literally it's just like, it's just you guys. And it might be someone from his circle, like maybe his friends are in town or something, but like it's, it's just less chaotic. And like, yeah, like you might run into people who recognize him like when you're out, but like, let's think of it this way. One, if you're talking about a football player a lot, nine times out of 10, people don't know how they look without helmets because like they wear helmets. So if it's basketball, you might run into that problem a little bit more. But at the same time, it's random fans who have no idea who the hell you are. So it's like, there's still no like, there's no rumors that get to be put on to you and what's going on with you because you're still a no one invisible. Do you see what I'm saying? So I liked it. It was the most relaxing thing I ever had experienced. 
because I was able to just go there, just wear normal clothes, do what I want. I wasn't looking over my shoulder, who was seeing me when I was pulling up. Like there was none of that. Ever since like that, like friendship and everything, I valued that. Like I was like, bro, this is the life. Professional athletes' lives over athletes all day because you just, and here's the thing, don't get me wrong. We all know athletes, men in general do talk. So I'm not saying that they don't talk to their teammates. That's not what I'm saying. But it's just whatever they're saying, it's not coming back to you. It's not affecting you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the kind of person, say whatever the hell you want about me, do whatever you want. But when it starts to affect my peace, come back to me, that's when it's a problem. Say whatever you want in the locker room. You can lie, bullshit, whatever. That's fine. That does not hurt me. But when it gets back to me and it's affecting my life, that's, you know, then when I have a problem. So for me in that aspect, I valued it. It was just, it was very common coming from such a hectic situation and a hectic life where, like I said, I was literally constantly looking over my shoulder because at the time that's after all my assaults and everything. So people were hearing rumors about me. I had people coming up to me. Everyone like knew who I was. Like I hated that vibe and it caused my mental health to like go like skyrocket my anxiety, like everything. I was literally always like afraid, always nervous. Like who's after me? Like I was a very anxious person. Um, from those situations there and then the ones where what happened at the school I was at even before that one. So my privacy wasn't just important because I don't want people to be in my business or people are nosy. My privacy was very important to me because of my mental health and what the toll it took on me. Feeling like I couldn't be who I was and say what I want and not feel like, oh, if I say that, then someone's going to connect the dots. If I say that, you know, like I was able just to say whatever the hell I wanted and it didn't matter. And that was better for me in like my sanity. So that guy that I was talking to friends with, whatever, I literally, no one, I never posted him, never talked about him, nothing. And I learned then and there the beauty of it because no, like we didn't lives in collide. I went to college. He played football. It was perfect. Like our lives were separate. Chef's kiss. I loved it. So at that moment, it wasn't really until, I don't think people also value your privacy until it's been taken away. Once your privacy has been taken away and you're put like in like this glass case on a shelf and everyone just kind of gets to see you and whatever they get to see, whatever lies there are, you don't value it until then. And then once I got the experience to feel that safeness again and feel like I was in control of my life, that's when I loved it again. We fast forward to like years later to my whole dog sitter situation. As you guys know, I already brought it up about me talking to the NFL player and everything. And I don't talk about, I don't talk about like him or that situation on here because it's like, that's between like, that's been handled. Me and him, I've dealt with that, whatever we're good. But at the same time, I know that person still listens and still checks in on all my stuff. So it's like, I'm not going to let you let you in on anything that happened between like he and I, our conversation. So that's why I don't speak on it in detail what he and I discussed about it. But what I will say is you guys remember that situation, right? I had a whole episode on it. The reason that situation was so detrimental to me was not because of anything that girl said to me, like whatever, like she had no, like she had no tea, like she had nothing, like everything she said, I already knew. Like I told her what I knew, like whatever. That was not the problem. It was the fact that the feeling, oh my God, someone has been watching me. Someone's been stalking me. For months that I don't even know how long that was a scary like that was what was scary because I felt like my power my control at that point was gone 
Do you see what I'm saying? So that was the problem. Like, in like that was what I had to let him know. I was like, dude, I already knew about her. Like, that's we're not talking about her. I'm talking about what it did to me mentally and emotionally and to my mental state. When I tell you I had a full-blown episode with my therapist, like I had to see my therapist literally for a week straight every day because I was so unstable. Like I was terrified I didn't want to leave my house because I think until you went through the trauma that I went through and having people watching me, having people spy on me for like vendetta reasons and, you know, and for evil things. When I found out that someone was stalking me, it literally triggered all of those emotions again in my private, like I had no privacy at that point. The guy I was talking to that this whole situation was over, literally I never posted him, nothing. I never posted him. I never shouted him out. Bottom line, there was no way you could have ever connected us. I have never liked his Instagram pictures. I never comment. We don't follow each other, like nothing. Like I said, I take my privacy very seriously. And after I got to experience when I first came, after all the other situations, when I first experienced, wow, this is nice talking to professional athletes. Like after I experienced the feeling of no one knowing, bro, when I tell you I ate that shit up, I never posted biggest moments of his life never shouted him out like nothing he have a great game didn't say anything so for me that made it even more of a scary situation and more messing with me mentally because I'm like how the hell did this girl find me I honestly genuinely think someone told her about me like that's the only way it could be because me and him don't save each other's names like we're petty because I was like I told him I was like I don't want anyone ever seeing my name on your phone like this was how it was from jump we had each other's numbers memorized so we like knew it and stuff but we didn't save them so if my and that where that came from was from college actually I when I was in college running track and everything this just goes to August if I was talking to an athlete or someone known I never saved his number and I would not save um like his snapchat name and stuff because you leave your phone down you know, at training, you're doing something. Girls are nosy. They'd be like, oh my God, someone so just Snapchatted her. Someone so just text her. So that's just been a habit I've had since like college because of the lack of privacy. People seeing people text you, people seeing stuff pop up on your phone, trying to show you a Snapchat and his name pops up. And then you're like, oh, she's talking to so-and-so. So that's just a habit that I've had. So I told him that like from jump, I was like, I don't want my name popping up on no one. I'm talking about his teammates, nobody. Who is Kennedy Wright? It's not happening. So that's why I'm like, bro, I really don't know how this girl found me. And like, I've just come to the conclusion. I genuinely think someone told him like close to him was like, he's messing. Like he talks to Kennedy. Like, I think that's what happened. Bottom line, I still to this day do not know how long she'd been stalking me. Like I said, when I found the account, it was about three months later that I figured out who she was. But I didn't know how long it was. I just so happened to look one day and saw what was happening or whatever. That's why I'm saying why that situation was so hurtful to me was because then I had to like talk to my therapist and really learn that I'm safe, that I'm okay. Like, cause then it got to a point where I don't know how long she was doing this. I swear to God, I think this girl, like there were times I was like, she probably was sitting outside his place when I'm over there. So the girl probably knows what kind of car I drive. So she might know like where I work. Like I've always been a person that I don't share where I work or I don't share um, like important things so people can never stalk me in general. But at that point, I was like trying to make sure I was very extra safe because there's a difference between like someone that's just a crazy person out there that's obsessed with me from like social media, right? But the fact that me and this girl were in the same city, the fact that if I post, can't like I say Kansas City's big, but if we have something that's popular, like 
okay, like I'm trying to think of a restaurant. Like, let's say we have a clean juice. We don't. But if we had a clean juice in Kansas City, we probably would only have one. There's not a chance that we would have two. So like here in Dallas, there's multiple clean juices, right? If I posted on my clean juice in Kansas City, this is a place that I go. I post here that I love to go to clean juice every Friday. If I post that, like, oh my God, my Friday ritual, I'm sitting like this bitch, excuse me. This girl can look and be like, oh, if she likes clean juice on Fridays, like I'm going to go to clean juice on Friday. Like, let me get closer. I used to get afraid that the job I worked at, I'm so I ain't going to say where I work because I don't want her to know. I was afraid that she would show up at my job. Like, it just got to that point because I'm the kind of person, like I said, when you've had your voice taken away, you've had your privacy taken away, it scares the shit out of you, okay? So that's why, like I said that earlier, if you're the kind of girl who stalks, trolls, and does all that kind of stuff to other girls, please stop because you're messing with people's mental health and it's a lot bigger. Even if you call yourself being someone's supporter and they don't want to post who they're dating, if I am post something about my man and... I don't want to say anything. Like, don't. There was a girl who I posted a TikTok and she comments, hey, sis, I figured out who Wizard Kelly is and like said, like was trying to say who he was. I blocked her. I'm like, girl, you're not about to do that. Like, this is my privacy. I call him Wizard Kelly for a reason because like of these past situations with dog sitter and with the situations in college, I don't want anyone knowing anything that I have because I'm just triggered like I said I honestly think I will pop out with my man when I'm married I kid you not and even then I still might be nervous because I've just been scarred for so freaking long by this world of not having like my power and I'm still working through all of that so that's what I'm saying that girl she meant no like for real for real evil by saying she knew who wizard kelly was but the point is I'm trying I'm trying to have my privacy that's you need to respect that so don't go out here. Aaliyah Lee was just talking about that in her video about why she was done with YouTube. The same difference. Don't go out there trying to figure out who he is. Don't do that. Like that's just disrespectful and it's rude. So I'm going to say that because I can go on and on about that topic in particular for a long time. But privacy is something that you need to respect of others and it has nothing. If you don't give a crap, I love, I'm going to show off my man. Good for you. But guess what? Kennedy Alexis Bright, that's me. I'm not telling you who he is and you don't need to know. If I said I don't want you to know, I don't want you to know. You need to respect that. There's that. It's also important to have privacy in an instance that sometimes people are just evil. Sometimes people genuinely just want to ruin things that you have that are going well for you, things that are nice. So let's say you, there's several different reasons. This, like I said, this is just for guys in general. You're with this guy. Sometimes girls will try to make themselves as a problem in your eyes to weed their way into your relationship. So do you know those situations where you're talking to a guy or you're dating him? Like sometimes you'll be in full-blown relationships, even just talking, whatever. And you're like, that girl, like, I know you're trying to get with that girl. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like he genuinely has no eyes for this girl. Doesn't know what you're talking about. But you know, when you know a girl trying to work her way in on your man and trying to work her way, you know what I'm talking about? So the girl can be doing that, right? Your man seriously could not be thinking about her at all. He could be telling you the truth. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never talked to her. I don't want her. He could be for real. That girl could just be trying to just mess with your mind mentally to a point where you wear him down to not saying that you steer him towards cheating. That's what I'm saying. You can't make somebody do anything. But to where sometimes some people are like, fine, you think a certain way of me, I'm going to do it. That's one. Or two, he can cut you off and be done with you. And then what happens? She's right there waiting. And then he ends up with her. And you're like, you said you didn't want her. And he's like, I really didn't want her. But you were getting on my nerves. I'm done with you now. And she 
was cool. That's what happens. Dudes don't get it. Because you'll tell a guy, and I've had that situation again. I told him, like, this girl is doing this, this, or that. He was like, whatever. Me and him, like, she was trying to, like, mess with, well, she genuinely was trying to get with him. Like, that's facts, first off. She was trying to shoot her shot. I found out, like, months later, he told me, like, after me and him got cool again, we had, like, a moment where we weren't together. And he, like, he was like, yeah, I hung out with her a couple times. I tried to, like, I couldn't get with her like that or whatever. I'm like, I told you. So you have to watch that, okay? Because girls will try to mess with you in your head to make you look crazy to your man just so you'll push yourself out the way. And then she can try to ease her way in. So you have to be careful about that. And that's why I think it's important not saying don't be proud of your relationships. That is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that it's something to think about. If you are posting your man and people know about you, you have to be careful because some people are just malicious. Some people want to come out the woodworks and say things like, oh, I used to mess with him. I used to talk to him. And you got to deal with it, right? I think the biggest one that is hard is when it comes to athletes because any girl can say she talked to him. Any girl can say she messed with him and it not be true. And people like to think, which I hate, all athletes are like, I genuinely don't believe that and think that athletes sleep with anything, athletes mess with anything. Even sometimes to ourselves, like me, I'm that way. I think he can have any girl he wants because he's an athlete. Me and this guy, I'm, I'm not going to even address him. He don't like when I talk about him in the podcast. Me and him had this problem because I had made a comment years ago and I had just said to him, whatever like you're gonna get you only I said something I didn't say like you only get girls but I kind of said something like that because you're an athlete because you're in the NFL and this whole time that statement to him has been taken as he only gets girls because he's in the NFL as in I'm saying he's not smart he's not attractive like he brings nothing else to the table but because he's in the NFL and that wasn't what I was saying what I was saying I should have worried it betterly I get that now was regardless of how you look how you talk your education anything about you, your values, girls are going to still mess with you because you're in the NFL. And that was something that upset me because I did like this guy. I really cared about him. Right. But the point was, no matter what I do, what I bring to the table, it felt like it might not ever be enough because you can literally have any girl you want. And when we think that way, they can have any guy, any girl that my God, Jesus, (laughs) when they can have any girl they want, then you think any girl that ever acts like says she messed with him is lying or whatever, you think it's true, right? Because you think, oh, athletes can have any girl they want. And that's not true. Then you have to deal with the fact, can you trust this person and trust what he's saying that it's not true? It didn't happen or it was a long time ago. I'm the kind of person, I don't care if it was 10 years ago, I really don't want to know about it. And girls love, I don't know if they think it's like a flex. If you say you like, oh, you pop out with your man, he's an athlete. Girl, everybody didn't have him. I messed with him. Then you got to deal with all of that mentally. And it just doesn't matter. Like, I just think that it's something that can be avoided with the using the Power Privacy Act. We're going to call it the, Pri- the Power Privacy Act. Okay. When you do that, then you're just limiting yourself of just all the like groupies and the naysayers and the people, the trolls who have fake accounts who just want to say bullshit just to piss you off and mess with like your mind and your relationship. You also have to watch the girls, like what I'm saying about the ones that just want to come in and be messy. The situation with Dog Sitter. Perfect example. When she was DMing me, she just kept saying, I know my role. I ain't worried about you. I know my role. I ain't gonna tell y'all what I said to her. But the point was... She kept saying, I know my role. I know my role. I'm not worried about you, right? But she's not saying anything 
detrimental to me and his relationship. You're, you're jealous. You're stalking me because why? You're obsessed with the fact of why her? Who is this girl? First of all, I'm the girl as always. I always be telling y'all I'm not that girl. I'm not the it girl. I'm the girl. Anyways, and so I have this effect on people. I'm just playing. But no, really. The problem is you are now obsessed with trying to figure out what it is that's making him be with me or whatever, right? So that's why you're stalking me, okay? You do know your role. But for some people who aren't like hip to this game like I am, you fall for the bait. What she's trying to say by, I know my role, I'm not worried about you. She, this is the response she wants. She says that she wants me to say, you know your role oh really because me and him do this me and him do this we be here we, she wants me to get upset by thinking that she has some role that's so important besides watching his freaking dog she wants me to think there's you know use my imagination of bullshit to think that there's other things going on between them so that way i'm gonna let you know you're not more important than me so i'm gonna tell you everything that we do she's trying to bait you into getting you to talk about your relationship with this guy she's trying to bait you into talking about giving her information to know what's going on with you guys do you see what i'm saying so no i'm not gonna fall for that like i'm not stupid i'm not falling for the okie doke as my mom says i've been around the block too long i'm an athlete myself all i've talked to all i've been around my whole life is athletes girl i know what you're trying to do and the thing is it comes down to trust. He and I, ooh, we tell each other everything. We told each other everything. You have to trust that person, right? And I knew and trusted that I already knew everything I needed to know, right? Number one, if I there were things I didn't know, that would have been her chance to say it. You're the no one. So clearly she don't, she would have pulled out all the cannons, all the guns. Like she would have used that opportunity. Do you see what I'm saying? To let me know something if it was really detrimental to my role if her role was as equal or more important than mine if her role was that important or whatever or she was above me if that's the case then that would have been her time to lay out the cannons and really blow my world up when girls say i'm coming to you as a woman that's when they're about to blow your world up do you see what i'm saying do you see the difference between i know my role i'm not worried about you but you're the one stalking me you see the difference between that kind of response and then i'm coming to you as a woman when she says i'm coming to you as a woman when you get that vibe hey sis when you get the i'm coming to you as a woman that's her about to tell you something that you did not know something about to rock your world something that's going to actually affect you okay when you get the i know my role i ain't worried about you but you're the one stalking the person you're the one who came at me that person is just trying to cause ruckus in what you and that person have. And they're not genuinely about to like say anything that matters. Do you see what I'm saying? They're just trying to make you think something else is going on. So then you go to him, you cussing him out, you're mad at him. He's upset with you because now you don't trust him. This person's lying on him. You don't believe him. He gets tired of dealing with you. He cuts you off. And then what does she do? She gets to move her way in. So you have to understand the difference between those responses. And I really want you to pay attention to that because girls genuinely sometimes have no tea. They have nothing. but They just want you to think they have ammo just so you will blow your own self up. You see what I'm saying? They they just plant a little dynamite and you just like that bit. They, they don't even have to come in your relationship and light it. They say little slick stuff and then that's what they do. So you have to really be decisive you have to really sit and think okay what kind of response is this you see what i'm saying because if i was getting uh i'm coming to you as a woman response from her that meant she was about to come at me you're not the only one he's also messing with me he's you know you would have got that response then do you see what i'm saying and since that's not the response i got i knew she's just trying to sit here 
and bait me into one, letting her know in on my secrets, you know, why I'm Kennedy, I'm just playing. But for real, she wants to bait me into telling her what he and I have going on because she doesn't know because it's not her business. And two, she might be trying to use your playbook and I don't give nobody my plays. Or three, she genuinely might just be sitting here trying to get you to start flustering in your mind. So then you go to that person who you're talking to and mess it up. So be careful and be wise of that. And that's why I really do you know, value privacy yet again, because you do, you can avoid those situations because no one knows about it. Your friends know. I have a whole, if you really want to pop out with a man and not pop out, you guys, I have a Pinterest board. My name's Kennedy Bright 24 on Pinterest. It's called No Face, No Case. Click on it. It's beautiful. hundred something pictures of how you can pop out with a man and no one knows his face. Okay. Go get you some of those pics. I really think it's important. I I genuinely do. Like I said, be proud of your relationship. That's not what I'm saying. But in regards to those ones that are in an area where it's messy, you need to watch it. I have a friend who her man is in the NFL now. This girl swiped up on one of my things and was asking about my friend and her man. And so I went ahead and asked my friend about it just so she kind of knew. And I felt bad because the girl kind of was acting weird. And my thing was, if it's nothing, I don't want to worry my friend and then be like, well, is he cheating on me? Is he talking to someone else? Like, I didn't want to do that to her. Excuse me. And that girl lives in the same city as them. So for one, I didn't want to do that to her. If it was just a girl who's a groupie, who's just whatever. So I wanted to be weary of that. But then I didn't want something to be going on. I didn't. I just said, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I got this message today. What do you want me to do? And she was like, ask her why she asking you know, like that. And the girl never like, Oh no, it's fine. Nothing like gave a full answer. And she said, I'm gonna talk to him about it. She did. I never asked her like what their conversation was just because like, that's not important to me. And if she wants to talk about it as a friend, she'll come to me and be like, yeah, this is or that. But the point was it's little stuff like that, you know, like be happy about your relationship, but you do have to watch people just doing little slick comments like that. Like, Oh, what's going on with them? you know, little stuff. Are they together? Like little things like that. And you're like, why are you asking that? You see? And then you start thinking that he's doing other things or that he's saying something else to someone else. And that's not really the case. Guys sometimes too aren't that calculated. I'm gonna be honest. A lot of people think that a man who's really serious about his craft and about being, you know, the stresses of the league, I promise you sometimes those ones, they're not, they don't have time for that. Okay. So you just have to be careful about that. And those are my examples of those. This is for girls in general when it comes to when you kind of like let the world know or people know about you and someone. When someone acts up, I feel like you should do a trial before you make them public. The reason I say that is because people can act one way in the situation while you're talking. You actually get with them or you think it's headed that way and it's not actually about to be they're not those people. They're not the same guy that they were later. They later on, they're not the same guy that they were before. And what ends up happening is, and I'm guilty of this, and I have this problem, and I want to do a whole episode on it, but I end up sometimes keeping a guy around just to prove other people um, wrong. Like, you find yourself being like, yeah, I'm going to keep him around. I'm going to work it out because I don't want to prove other people right that he was a dog or it's not going to work out. Or, you know, that girl over there is hating and that girl really likes him. I don't want to, like, let her think, hide and work and let her try. So you keep people around. But you don't have to deal with that. You're non-negotiables and stuff you'll be able to stick by you'll be able to to just cut people off easier 
if no one knows that this person exists. Do you see what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about being embarrassed or worry about like your family thinking, you know, sometimes you worry about people thinking of another failed relationship, situation, but if no one knows about them, well, then it doesn't matter. Do you see what I'm saying? Because you can sit there with your pride and cut them off comfortably and not worry about what anyone else thinks because no one knows about them. So that's another benefit of privacy. And I think maybe too, like I said, just having a trial waiting a little bit people will act beautiful act a certain way it's like a car you get it off the lot as soon as the warranty way wears off all of a sudden the car won't have all these problems you can't take it back you see what i'm saying wait till your war don't wait till the warranty wears off because when the warranty wears off that's gonna let you know okay he's good you know or cut or or not you know but the thing is you don't have any reason to subconsciously want to keep them around because no one knows about them so bye toodles babe you're gone you're cut it really just makes me now cherish things more for when I have things I already knew about, you know, being private and knew about the power. But now it's like just truly knowing to never speak on someone publicly on social media that I care about anymore. Like I said, like a couple of weeks ago, that's why like when I go to games and stuff this year, like I'm not going to post it. I'm not going to do vlogs. I'm not going to talk about it because it's like those moments are so cherished, like so cherished and like so vulnerable and special to me I don't want people being like oh she's probably talking to this person because she's at this game and she makes TikToks about this like I don't want to deal with that so I've learned from that experience although he and I I never posted and talked about him I know now for sure I want nothing ever to do with anyone that I care about on my social media platforms ever you know just because the power of privacy is important and you have to determine for yourself how deep, how far do I really want this to go? And for Kennedy, it's pretty damn far. Okay, I done been through it. Hopefully you'll found something that was helpful in this episode. I can't wait to talk to you guys in the next one. I really enjoyed you guys this time. Be sure to check out some merch. Check out the Instagram. Always let me know if you have any questions or anything. Love you guys so much. Hang in there. Remember your playbooks for next week. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye.